to this week's chest. Here we are, tired, and once again live from a beautiful 
Radio Studio in Sædisfjørte in Iceland and we are not alone this week we've been working with the tides as schedule for our days and it's been going well the days in this chest we will listen to a live reading from this studio of an excerpt from Clarice Lispector's book Aqua Viva and we'll listen to a little bit of music. Tired. My tenderness comes often because I'm an extremely busy person. I look after the world. Every day I look from my terrace at a section of beach and sea and see the thick foam is wider and that during the night The waters crept forward uneasy. I see this by the mark which the waves leave upon the sand. I look at the almond trees on the street where I live. Before going to sleep, I look after the world and see if the night sky is starry and navy blue, because on certain nights, instead of being black, the sky seems to be an intense navy blue, a color I've painted in stained glass. 
I like intensities. I look after the boy who's nine years old and dressed in rags and all skin and bones. He will get tuberculosis if he doesn't already have it. In the botanical gardens, then, I get worn out. With my glance, I must look after thousands of plants and trees, and especially the giant water lily. It's there, and I look at her. Note that I don't mention my emotional impressions. I lucidly speak about some of the thousands of things and people I look after. Nor is it a job, because I don't earn any money from it. I just get to know what the world is like. Is it a lot of work looking after the world? Yes. For example, it forces me to remember the inexpressive and therefore frightening face of the woman I saw on the street. With my eyes, I look after the misery of the people who live in the hillsides. You will no doubt ask me why I look after the world. It's because I was born charged with the task. As a child, I looked after a line of ants. They walk single file, carrying a tiny piece of leaf. That doesn't keep them, each of them, from communicating something to the ones coming the other way. Ant and bee are not it. They are they. I read the book about the bees and ever since have looked after the queen bee most of all. Bees fly and deal with flowers. Is that banal? I saw it myself. Noting the obvious is part of the job. Inside, each little ant fits a whole world that will escape me if I'm not careful. For example, an, an instinctive sense of organization, language beyond the supersonic, and feelings of sex fit in the end. Now, I can't find a single end to look at. I know there wasn't a massacre, because otherwise I'd had already heard about it. Looking after the world also demands a lot of patience. I have to wait for the day when an ant turns up. 
I just haven't found anyone to report back to. Or have I? Since I'm reporting back to you right here. I'm going to report back to you right now. On that spring that was so dry. The radio crackled as it picked up your static. Clothing bristled as it let go of the electricity of the body and the comb raised magneticized hair. That was a hard spring. It was exhausted by the winter and butted all electric. Wherever it was, it headed afar. There had never been so many paths. We spoke little, you and I. I don't know why the whole world was so annoyed and electronically able. But able to what? The body heavy with sleep and our big eyes inexpressive as the wide open eyes of the blind man on the terrace the fish was in an aquarium and we drank juice in that hotel bar overlooking the landscape with the wind came the dream of goats At the next table, a solitary fawn. We looked at our glasses of ice-cold juice and dreamed statically inside the transparent glass. What did you say? You were asking. I didn't say anything. Days and more days passed. And everything in that danger and the geraniums so scarlet. An instant of turning in was all it took. And once again, we picked up the wrecked static of spring in the wind. The goat's impudent dream and the fish all empty and our sudden inclination to steal fruit. The fawn, now crowned in solitary lips. What? I didn't say anything. But I noticed at first rumble like that of a heart beating beneath the earth. I quietly put my ear to the ground and heard summer forcing its way in and my heart beneath the earth. Nothing. I said nothing. And I felt the patient brutality with which the closed earth was opening inside the birth. And I knew with what weight the sweetness the summer was ripening a hundred thousand oranges.
and I knew that the oranges were mine. Because that is what I wanted. I'm proud of that. I can always feel a change in the weather coming. There's a thing in the air. The body alerts me that something new is coming and I bristle all over. I don't know why. That very spring I was given the plant called Primula. It's so mysterious that in its mystery it contained an unexplainable, unexplicable part of nature. It doesn't look at all unique. But on the precise day when spring starts, its leaves dies. And in their place are born closed flowers that have an extremely dumbfounding feminine and masculine perfume. We are sitting nearby and vaguely watching. And suddenly they start leisurely opening and surrounding to the new season in front of our guest eyes. It's spring that is moving in. But when winter comes, I gave and gave and gave. I bundle up quite a lot. I hug nests of people to my warm, warm breasts. And you hear the noise of someone having hot soup. I'm now living rainy days. The time nears for me to give.
They tramp the open moorland in the rainy April weather And came upon the little inn that we had found together The landlord gave us toast and tea And stopped to share a joke And I remember firelight I remember firelight I remember firelight with all the harebells bending and shaking in the summer wind a summer never ending we wandered to the little stream among the river flats and I remember willow trees I remember willow trees I remember willow trees We strolled the Spanish marketplace at 90 in the shade With all the fruit and vegetables so temptingly arrayed And we can share a memory as every lover must And I remember oranges, I remember oranges, I remember oranges and you remember dust The autumn leaves are tumbling down And winter's almost here But through the spring and summertime We laughed away the year And now we can be grateful For the gift of memory having fun to happy hearts that beat as one when I had thought